the oysters were okay. They weren't as great. And I paid a lot more than I normally would have, but it was fine. <laughs> Why do you think they weren't as good? They weren't I don't the know. good flavors they just, that you like? They just weren't great oysters, but maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. They don't know probably how many people are getting in. So they're probably not turning over stuff as fast. I always like the cinnamon oysters. I like to order cinnamon you like, oyster. You like a cinnamon oyster? And, uh... Peanut butter and jelly. If they got those, I like mm-hmm. those. You like those? You don't? You're not a fan mm. of the ham and cheese oyster? Oh, I am. Mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. What about a Western but, oyster? Do you like Western oysters? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. In this world, oysters are sandwiches and omelets, <laughs> and also just Sin- toppings for coffee. I guess I don't know. I was like, I don't feel like we have a set thread exactly, so it could be a no. lot of things. It's really just anything. And mm-hmm. it's food, mm-hmm. essentially. Do you it's, like as long as it's food. Do you like an amuse bouche of an oyster? <laughs> an oyster, I feel like I would have a couple weeks ago, I would have thought it was an amuse bouche mm-hmm. because I thought an amuse bouche was just an appetizer. I didn't realize it was the palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. So it would certainly not be an amuse bouche. No, it kind of flavors your palate, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say so. It really I, adds, I would like, s- like cinnamon does, so maybe you were right. You would need an amuse-bouche probably after the oysters. Do you, you like eat. Do you like cinnamon sugar oysters? No, I just want this. It's just a straight-up cinnamon. Mm-hmm. I don't need the sugar. Mm-hmm. It's extra. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I am uh, the Cosby Show's Keisha Knight Pulliam. Do you remember me, Rachel? I played uh, Rudy, the youngest child on the Cosby Show. My name is Keisha Knight Pulliam. Are you familiar? I um, did not know that was her real life name, but I do remember Rudy. Let's start alongside Tempest Bledsoe and Lisa Bonet and uh, mm-hmm. Felicia Rashad. And mm-hmm. that's it. Those were the only people who were on the Cosby show. There no was, one else was on the Cosby there was show. Nobody only women. Else. It it's was only t- women on that show, right? And Malcolm Jamal Warner. He was. Oh, okay. He okay. was. But me, I could have also been Malcolm Jamal Warner. But today, I'm I Keisha think I Knight know. Pony. I think I know what your thing is. What uh, 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 What are you talking about, Rachel? I told Rachel that this is Pat. I'm back. He should uh-huh. have stepped away. That for the season six of the Degrassi podcast, I was going to do a thing. Yeah. And do you want me? I mean, we're only in our it, third episode of it. That so would far. be great. I said, okay. if you notice, if you know the thing that I'm doing, if you can pick out the thing, then shout it out. Let me know what the thing is that I'm doing. And I'm pretty sure that I gave it away. I know when I gave it away. But let's see if you know what it is. Um, it is a person with three names. That is right. A celebrity that is with correct. three names. <laughs> that is correct. Because you had Catherine Zeta-Jones, Zeta-Jones and David Hyde David Pierce. David Hyde Pierce and Keisha Knight Pulliam. Do you think you would have gotten it had I not said I could have also been Malcolm Jamal Warren? Oh, yeah. No, I already figured it out oh, after. You had yeah, it out yeah. Mm-hmm. But then that, that solidified it for me. I knew you were going to figure it out. I knew I'm pretty smart. I'll just say like, yeah, yeah. So yes, every week so far, the celebrity who I pretend co-hosts the show with you has had, has had Mm -hmm. three names, Catherine Zeta-Jones, David Hyde Pierce, and Keisha Knight Polly. I wanted to do tonight. I was going to do Bryce Dallas Howard, but I wasn't sure if I had done her. Oh, you did do Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. We talked about her being, um, uh, Jessica, like Jessica Chastain. 
Yes, that. And we also talked about her being conceived in Dallas. Oh, right. We did talk about that. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Rachel? I'm good, pal. How are you? I'm pretty good. I can't complain. I mean, I could, but. And you might. I probably will. Mm-hmm. You'll probably complain a lot. <laughs> but so far, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's just a typical week for me, for, for, uh, for all of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, a little less, you know, the pep is leaving the step every day, a little more. That's yeah, all I gotta yeah. say. But what are you going to do? Here we are, two months away from turning it all around. Or not. Or likely not. <laughs> but we'll see. So I was talking to a friend today um, about how 2020 has been not so great. And he was like, oh, I just got to get past 2020. And I was like, well, only if Trump doesn't win the election, because I don't really want to experience like late 2020 when I know that like that we've got another four years. Of this. Yeah, I don't want to experience it because that probably means we have a lifetime of it. Is my oh, guess, true. Yeah, guess, yeah, exactly. You know? We're in a dictatorship then. Yep. We've got the we've got the head of the king of the castle. I don't know. The king. King Trump. Anyway, so, uh, uh, yeah, but we're not here to talk about the King King Trump. No, know? no. We're here to talk about Degrassi, the next generation. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're talking about Degrassi, the next generation. We're in, we're in season six, season six mm-hmm. of this goddamn show. We're talking yeah, we've about, been for a couple weeks now already. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. We're here at, mm-hmm. at episode 604, which is the 104th. Uh, proper episode mm-hmm. of Degrassi the Next Generation, but because of all the two-parters. Mm-hmm. Remember when I said mm-hmm. I wasn't going to do this two-parters thing anymore and I just kept doing it? Yeah, yeah. I, made I a know. Whole... I, I appreciate it because now I, I I like knowing. Yeah. Well, I had a whole, I made a whole thing one week. I was like, guys, sorry to burst your bubble. I'm not doing it anymore. It's stupid. And then I just kept doing it. <laughs> what the fuck? No one said not to. I think no Myra was like, don't, no, I think Myra was like, I like when you do it. And I was like, I guess all I need to hear is positive reinforcement from mm-hmm, one person mm-hmm. and I will keep doing something. Yeah, until yeah. It's <laughs> uh, so with all the two parters, which will be coming up uh, next week, uh, this is the 84th episode of Degrassi the Next Generation. We're full 20 episodes behind. The name of the episode wow. is Can Hardly Wait. Can Hardly Wait is a replacement song. Rachel, what is your favorite song from Minnesota's Favorite Sons, The Replacements? Uh, funny story. All right. Um, I'll I, be the judge of that. I was like looking at it as like can hardly wait and i was like huh like what what fucking song is that didn't bother to like look anything up or anything like that and all i could think of was uh the movie can't hardly wait and then also um the older song can't hurry love but i realized that i had changed it in my head to can't hardly wait and i was like but that's an older song that doesn't can't make any sense wait. No, yeah you'll, you'll, and, um, and you'll just have to wait is the next line yeah, exactly. And that's why I think I just like mashed it together. Um, I actually have never listened to the replacements and they were super, super cool to say that they were an influence of yours in the nineties. Yeah. Um, super so, cool today too. Yeah. So I just remember people talking about them forever, but I don't actually know any of their music. Well, can't hardly wait is in the movie. The song is in the mm-hmm, movie mm-hmm. at the end of the end credits. Wait, can't hardly mm-hmm. wait. Uh, the mm-hmm. replacements are, I, I think this is how this, this segment of the show goes. Mm-hmm. You say, you know, I don't really know any of the songs by that band. Mm-hmm. And then I say, 
Oh, it's one of my favorite bands. That's yeah. <laughs> that's how, but it's like so. literally every single time. I know. Um, it's the, that's the was, yin and the yang. Yeah, and I was sitting here going, hmm, like I remember the movie. I think this is this other song, but just hadn't bothered to look it up. But I did want to ask you. Yes, please. I mean, you can still you can still go through your favorite replacements songs, yeah. and you can explain all of that stuff. But I wanted to ask you. <laughs> you can do the boring shit. I have to. You sit can there. do all of that. Um, but I also wanted to ask you, what's your favorite Ethan Embry movie? Oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And not I'm, Jennifer Love Hewitt because I don't really care about her. But well, the interesting <laughs> thing is, I have an answer for that. <laughs> For Jennifer Fewitt or Ethan Embry? Ethan Embry. I do have a favorite Ethan Embry movie. It's Mm -hmm. a more recent movie called The Devil's Candy. It's a horror film where he plays a a artist who uh, brings upon uh, uh, Satan. And it's Mm -hmm. a great movie. And it is also a metaphor for uh, parenthood. In a mm-hmm. very, very, and it's a very heavy metal movie, and it's great. And I love Ethan Embry in it, and it is a very good movie. Mm-hmm. So I recommend it. I don't know. It depends on your, if you like horror movies, but there's a mm-hmm. scene in it where he, he, he's like, he, he has a very good relationship with his daughter, who's like a teenager. They're very close. Mm-hmm. They're both like metalheads, but he also kind of disappoints her a lot. Uh, and mm-hmm. there's a scene in the movie where he is supposed to like pick her up from something. And, uh, he, she's like, you're never, I know you're going to forget. And he's like, I'm definitely not going to forget. And then of course, this is a spoiler, but it's, the movie's been out for a couple of years. He forgets. And then it's, I don't remember if he forgets her so much, maybe like the devil, some, some mystical being like me, I think causes him to pass out. And then when he wakes up, it's like time and he has to go get her. Mm-hmm. And he rushes to like get there on time, and that's the scariest fucking thing in the movie. And it, and oh. it's meant to be like it's played yeah. where it's like oh my god, like because you love these characters and mm-hmm. they really do love each other, and you love this guy, and he just like fucked up again. And it's not even like a divorce, like where the parents are divorced, they're together. It's like a thing, mm-hmm. but so it's a great movie, The Devil's Candy. Okay, um, I do love the replacements. They are one of my favorite bands. <laughs> You, you could just probably record me saying that and just drop it in every time. Yeah. I won't have to keep saying it every single week. Um, I don't have a favorite. I mean, I love it's either albums. It's either a favorite or it's like Phil Collins. I try to be more um, uh, cautious about saying favorite because I don't want to overexpose it. But it just so happens that like these songs are all by like my favorite my favorite era of music, which is yeah, like yeah. the the al- pre grunge alternative, like the original like college r- r- rock. Yeah, so yeah. The replacements are one of favorite bands. I don't know if I have a favorite song because I love their albums so much. They were uh. they're like an albums band. There's a song called Unsatisfied, which is a very sad. That's it. Sort of like hits you really hard. Uh, mm-hmm. And I would, I guess that's my favorite. It's used to great effect in one of my favorite uh, uh, summer movies, Adventureland, which if you haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. I have seen Adventureland. I fucking love that movie. And at mm-hmm. the end, when he gets on the bus to go to New York, Unsatisfied plays, uh, scores mm-hmm. that scene, and it's great. There's also a song, what is very funny about this is that this episode's called Can't Hardly Wait. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly about Jimmy's inability to get a boner or ability to get a boner at inopportune times. And the replacements have a fucking song called Gary's got a boner. (laughs) 
so they could have, they should have tied it I was surprised Carrie's that they didn't call point. this Frankie says relax because everyone was just saying, you got to relax, Jimmy. You got to relax. And I was like, "That what's more 80s than Frankie says relax? I, have we not done that? Has that song not been an episode? Relax, so. don't do it when you... That song is about not coming, right? I I don't know. I never really thought about it until when right this When you want to come, he yeah. says it. But it might be C-O-M-E. Yeah. It probably is spelled like that, whether or not it means that or not. Frankie says relax from Frankie Goes to Hollywood. So yeah. the replacements are great. If you're not familiar, they I have was- a run of... St- fucking classic albums uh let it be uh tim and <laughs> like, please like the beatles <laughs> yeah that's why they did it it was like kind of a sort of a, sort of a knock mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. and then they have a record called tim that is oh a song called left of the dial bastards of young bastards of young is a song that like so many like big rock songs in the 2000s just cribbed like the killers cribbed it the strokes cribbed it so many bands did Mm-hmm. And then Please to Meet Me, which is that has Can't Hardly Wait on it. Mm-hmm. So go listen to the replacements, Broomheads. Not wait till you're done with this episode. Yeah. I got to say, I was a little bit like, Can't Hardly Wait felt a little bit weird as a title for this episode, as we were saying. Can't they, Hardly Wait to maybe have a boner? Like, I, I don't know. I guess like sh- they couldn't hardly wait to, f- to, as Jimmy would say, make love. Um, yeah, but Ashley didn't need that. So that was just her subtle way of being like, dog, just eat me out. Yeah, <laughs> there's other things we can do. Yeah, that should eat me out. That shit's going to hurt and be annoying because you're going to be throwing it all over the place. You're a teenager. Just yeah, get yeah. down there. Just just uh, just make a meal <laughs> out of it. You know what I'm saying? You know, what's funny is that I'm like in uh, a Degrassi Facebook group. And so I see like posts every so often from Degrassi fans. People hate on Ashley so fucking much. And they're like, you know what? If 20, if 2020 was a Degrassi character, it would be Ashley is like one of the posts we said recently. And I was like, Ashley seems fucking fine in this episode. Like she seems like not the same character as her emo self. She definitely like, I understand to a point why she's like the one people have chosen to vilify because like you're good, but you don't know it. Like there are, there were some such annoying things about her, Mm -hmm. but like, she seems to be just like a perfectly nice. Uh, The other thing is, I think is that like people, um, and this happens a lot in, uh, in popular culture, people love to villainize a woman and mm-hmm. and they also love to lionize a dude. And I do think that a lot of people love Craig so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because they love Craig, they kind of hate Ashley. Because, like, honestly, like, I would say of all the people Craig's dated, I still think Ashley's, like, the closest thing to, like, his true soulmate. Yeah, yeah. And so they fucking hate Ashley. Mm, that's true. That's true. Because I... Look, I'm not going to pretend that there are not moments of the series that have passed where she is uh, ridiculously annoying, but she's just fine. Like, she's no more annoying than fucking Darcy. Yeah. Oh, I am really starting to hate Darcy a lot. Darcy is so judgmental. This episode has really got me turned a corner on Darcy. You do not. You do not ever fuck with Elena from the Vampire Diaries. 
Do not. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Elena Gilbert is a perfect person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> that's where we're at. We get finally this week, after three episodes, we get a reprieve from the fucking saga of hot Peter Locus and the drag racing. And it couldn't come at a better time, I think. Yeah, I bet you that next week it's just going to be like, and back to Peter. Uh, <laughs> guys, did you forget how much you hated Peter? Well, let me remind you. Yeah. Um, Jimmy and Ashley are together again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels nice. And, uh, it, it, yeah, it doesn't feel forced. Feels a little forced, maybe. Um, it definitely has the air of like, well, what else are we going to do with these two characters now? So yeah, put yeah they don't have anything else to really do. And I, I kind of appreciated this for exploring something that maybe people don't think about often. The ability for uh, paralyzed people to get boners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also the import, how, what is the importance of sex in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's asking the and big also- questions. It's asking the big questions. Um, yeah, this is yeah. basically, that's the, the gist of what we're dealing with is poor old Jimmy. And sad, like, sad Jimmy. And, and masculinity mm-hmm. and manhood. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of that, too. Yeah, um, because Jimmy's whole thing is like less like about like wanting to bone as it is to like not be a co- thought of as a virgin. Yeah. You know? He doesn't really give a shit that it's Ashley. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I just need to bone someone. Yeah, he doesn't even care about, like, coming. He just wants to come. Yeah, he doesn't want his, uh... Keep going. He doesn't want... He doesn't want his gravestone to read Jimmy Brooks Crippled Virgin. Yes, he does not want <laughs> which, it to say that. Which, like, the only way it's gonna read that is if you're playing Oregon Trail and you die and someone's being mean. Also, by the way, not for nothing, that would be fucking hilarious. Like, if you actually were like, I this happened, just do... I think would, yeah, that person yeah. would be, like, lauded as a comic genius. What a great mm-hmm, dude. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, they're also, again, they're back at Degrassi. A lot of, uh, not very much like, uh, degr- how do I put this? Like, I feel like these. Not so much Degrassi the college years? Not so much like Degrassi in Degrassi anymore. I guess there Oh, is. yeah. There wasn't a whole lot that felt like we had the Dot Marie Jones and we had Jimmy's Cold Cold House, but it wasn't a whole lot of feeling like Degrassi. They don't feel like, like, a spe- like J- Jimmy's just like at a doctor talking about like fucking and like the doctor's like, I'm going to give you Viagra because he's 18 years old. Yeah. But also because it's like, well, like that is a thing. Like I keep saying like, cause I don't know what to say. Um, but it's, it's, a thing he can't he can't get a boner and but he did that's get, a normal he, but he did get one uh unintentionally but it's also like as everyone keeps saying relax you gotta relax and it's like i mean i'm sure he's still pretty fucking stressed out and i don't i mean i'm not a man i don't know if you can like if how much stress like inhibits your boners but i'm sure it does are you asking me yeah <laughs> this is gonna yeah, come off it. look this is gonna come off like uh, like someone like fucking humble bragging or whatever, but I got, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you like it is. I, if it was the opposite way, I would tell you cause you're the broom heads. Yeah, yeah. I love the broom heads and, I, and I'm sure they want to know about this. Yeah. It's yeah. never been a, I've never had it be a problem and I am mm-hmm. approaching 40 years old. So you would have thought maybe once in a while, but 
So far, so good. Yeah. Now, who knows? It's, it's it could all different. go to shit tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's very different when you're a woman. Like, you don't have to be in any kind of mood. Like, things can just still happen easily. So, for you, for a lady, mm-hmm. just driving in a car usually, right? I've heard that. Just, oh yeah, yeah. Just driving in a car, watching TV. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, sitting what? on a Here's washing the, machine. I will say. <laughs> I will say this though, you're not supposed to like watch sitting down watch TV, you're not supposed to shove remote controls in your in your vagina. No, no, no. You're not supposed <laughs> to do that. But I mean I know I mean that. they're so dirty too, like all those <laughs> fingers touching them. Ugh, no, I don't want that up there. Um this base this opens with a very weird cold open where Jimmy is showing Hazel sorry, see I'm call I'm still saying Jimmy and Hazel, showing Ashley his like drawings. Of Hazel. And one of them was of <laughs> Hazel. And then she's like, did you get that they were talking about fucking at that point? No. They no, were. I did not. That was like the yeah. metaphor that she was like, I want you to draw me. And he's like, I'm just not ready. When I'm ready, I will. But like that, what they meant was they wanted to fuck. Are they pulling? I think they're pulling from Titanic. And that's I was ready for her to say that. Yeah. I, yeah. I really did. I thought she was going to. But, but we're so far away from Titanic that it doesn't really seem so obvious. Draw me like one of your Canadian girls. <laughs> a. <laughs> so Jimmy is confiding in Spinner about how he's a virgin. He lists some things and uses the term ergo. And then Spinner's. Uh, says Spinner it. just has not gotten Spinner it. Spinner says, <laughs> uh, hair grow. Did you notice that? He goes, <laughs> no, hair no. grow, uh, just relax. And he tells him, and he tells him he can't get a boner and he tells him he's got to relax. Cause mm-hmm. Spinner's mad because he can't bone Darcy. Cause they're like not boning. Cause they're, yeah, yeah. He's Christian again. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Reverginized. But he got reverginized and Gavin Spinner Mason, (laughs) like virgin with a hairy asshole. Yeah, virgin, new, new virgin. (laughs) But he was like, he got, did he get reverginized before or after he boned Paige? Before. And then he boned Paige. So so he's got to do it again. Yeah. But they're not going to show that. They don't need to show two reverginating ceremonies on the show. He's got to get Linus on the phone to come over here. And oh, no, 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 Linus. No. So he hates the gays. He hates the gays, that Linus. Oof, boy, he hates the gays as much as Darcy hates uh, women with children. <laughs> yeah, well, as much as Darcy wants to slut shame fucking everyone because she's never had sex. Like, Remember when she was going to have sex with Spinner and she was crying? <laughs> Could could have that too. That's always good. Gary's yeah, got a whole... boner. I can't believe they didn't call this episode Gary's Got a Boner. No, no sense of humor in the Shiler Stone camp. They were like, we gotta name it a replacement song, though. Weird. Can't hardly wait. That sounds like a good one. Um, to not have sex. So But yeah, there's yeah, like Spinner and Jimmy are talking. Yeah. They're great buddies again. Like they're just back yeah. in the swing of things, and I I'm so happy about it makes me and they're like comfortable but not like too comfortable you know yeah and then jimmy starts talking about since the shooting i can't get a boner and i was like oh is this gonna turn into like it's your fault spinner that i can't get a bone but it didn't no no what do i what do you mean i'm not holding your boner down when they're talking about stuff i guess that uh spinner is gonna go to the movies with darcy but not to see clown academy 4 does he say that which is just (laughs) 
<laughs> Are you kidding? They brought up Clown Academy no. again and I missed it. You <laughs> missed it. This dude loves fucking Clown Academy. I love this. It's like the Heather Sinclair of the last two seasons is Clown Academy. <laughs> also, how fast have these movies come out that Clown Academy 4 is already out? It's like Saw, man. They Just released, whipping through it. They release one every October. Clown Academy. That is fucking funny. I didn't even notice mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy does go to physical therapy. He gets a boner. So his boners are like, mm-hmm. he just can't control them. But after he gets this boner, he thinks off to the races. I'm getting boners all the time. He's high-fiving everybody. He's giving. Oh, there's like a great like montage song in the background, <laughs> yeah. too. He's doing, uh, what was what did I call them last week? Like, bro-bro handshake friends or something? I don't yeah, know. I don't yeah. Oh, with like Snake? Yeah, he does one with Snake, and Snake's uncoordinated and can't do it, so obviously. And um, so then he's like, my freezing cold apartment is open for business tonight, Ash. And before he does that, he uh, he draws a portrait of Ashley from a previous season, just from memory. Yeah, the way the light hits your cheek is committed to my and memory. And he's... Rem- He's remembering it from a Sud Sutherland framing. Yeah. He's remembering <laughs> it from the episode when she's saying, you're good, but you don't know it. Yeah, yeah. To his, in his face. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they go, they start getting hot and heavy, and he can't get a boner. There's so many candles in there to keep that apartment not so, so cold. Yeah. Because you know what? There's shrinkage yeah. when it's oh, cold. Yeah. It's just not, you don't want that. No. The temperature control in that apartment. Although I think he's in a house now. I think it's a... He, well, I think he's in the house now, but I think it's still a cold, cold house because they had so many candles to keep them warm. Yeah, that, like, the suit daddy isn't isn't spending all that money on He doesn't pay heat. for heat because he's like, well, only Jimmy's there and he can't feel his legs. So like, I'm just going <laughs> to... Who's going to pay for heat? Poor Jimmy's got fucking frostbite from the waist down. He doesn't even realize it. And that's that's why I can't get a boner. Yeah. <laughs> His boner's frozen off from being in that cold house. Yeah, and Ashley's got like sexy underwear. And then there's like a point where like suddenly Jimmy's shirt is no longer on. Yeah, it was pretty. I'm going to be honest. It was a little sexy. Yeah, it was just a little sexy. And then they kissed and it was a pretty hot kiss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they were trying to make moves, and then he was just like, "I think you better go." And she left. I was like, "Really, Jimmy?" And she got mad about that, and deservedly so. Yeah, yeah, totally. And like, she was like, "You know, there's methods we can use and things we can do." And again, she's like, trying to be like, "Come yeah. on, dog, yeah. get down there, yeah, get down there." <laughs> it's easy. You got remote controls around this whole house. So you got a mouth. Mm-hmm. shove him in um yeah and i totally understand why jimmy gets upset but it's just like they clearly are able to talk about this even if it's in a convoluted way so i'm just surprised that he gets so frustrated that he's just like i'm gonna turn on the tv you can go well that's the second time after he gets the viagra and he turns on the tv and he's like i'm not mm-hmm. gonna even try and he's just so yeah. so he does get viagra which in in uh in there it's called vibranol <laughs> on Degrassi, the next generation. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he gets that. He tries it. And I got to tell you, when I'm watching the scene after he takes the Viagra and he's like, still, I'm like rooting for it so hard. She gets up mm-hmm. and she starts massaging him because she's like, this is what's happened when the physical therapist massaged you. Maybe it'll happen yeah, here. Yeah. And I was like, come on, dude. I was hoping he would get one, but no, he didn't get one. So he, no. put, on, he put on the TV and Clown Academy 2 was on because it was like on Gable that day. Clown Academy 2, mm-hmm. of course. 
Yeah, not Clown Academy 4. So uh, then it's like, again, they just sort of... The doctor's like, you could get pumps, penis pumps. And I thought of JT. <laughs> JT he's like, just call JT up. He's got a whole fucking closet full of these penis pumps. Yeah, he's like, you know who's got pumps? So how does it resolve, really? They're just like, he's like, I can't make love to you, which I was like, no one says that. No, only Jimmy. I don't know what I would have said as a teenager. Do it. Bone zone. Can't do it with you. Bone zone. You would have said bone zone. Bone zone. I don't think I said bone zone let's when get, I was a teenager. Let's, uh, let's get into the bone zone. Bone zone. Gotta go to bone. Gotta go to bone zone. Yeah, that's good. Gotta go to bone. Bone zone. Gotta go to the bone zone. That was a good harmonies we did, I think. Right, right. Too bad Models is going out of business. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. At least all their storefronts are. Aw. Well, everything's going out of business. The world's going to be a fucking... Mm-hmm. It's going to be desolate. There's not going to be any places to go, people to see. It's going to be no, like Mad no. Max Fury Road. Yeah, but with a lot of Zoom calls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Buy up your... You know, what's, you know what's missing from Mad Max is all those Zoom calls. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how does this resolve? Did, what do they say? They're just gonna like keep trying to bone, or like, oh no, he's like, you, we're gonna break up. He tries to break up. He's like, come to my house and get get your stuff. Yeah, but that's before the that's before the second time. Oh, it is. Yeah, it ends on them being like uh, Ashley being like, sex can be a lot of things. Yeah, let's work through it together. But it's a really weird Shyler Stone. Yeah, they're like looking at each other, right? I just banged mm-hmm. into the microphone. Sorry. I heard it. I heard it. I know how much. <laughs> I know how much that gets your goat. <sighs> be are we done? Do we feel like we've given enough shrift? Have we given because sh- people always say <laughs> you've given that short shrift. So is the other thing just shrift? If you've done enough, you've just given yeah. it shrift. You've given it the shrift, I guess. So I think you've we've given, given it the, the long story. shrift. No, I mean, a long a shrift, I think, would be talking about it too much. And then oh, short okay, shrift. Okay. And then the middle. So is we're just-, just the shrift. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I think we've given it the shrift. I like Jimmy. I like him. There's just not a lot to say about this. I mean, unless you want to wax poetic about manhood for like five minutes. I, don't, I fucking don't. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> do not. I was like, no thanks. I'm like the last um, person to do that. I feel bad for Jimmy. I think it's interesting. We don't get a lot of uh, 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 teenage drama shows exploring the world of um, uh, handicapped boners. boners. Mm-hmm. No, teenage boners, yeah. but uh, in, mm-hmm. in the handicapped realm. It's interesting because I don't know how it yeah. works. Yeah, and it's like, uh, clear, you know, he's not completely paralyzed also. Like, he's just from the waist down, but apparently that can still not necessarily affect that because I guess it's just nerves, like, and knowing where uh, the, co- where the nerves, yeah, what the situation is with that. The meeting at the doctor's office was very grown up. Didn't you feel? It's very grown up. Yes, it was very grown up. I was like, that's more grown up than a lot of my doctor's right? appointments are. I thought the same thing. Most of my time I'm is like the, sitting the, there lying about how, how much, much I, I drink. have to drink. <laughs> I was going to say, that's like what I think most of my doctor visits are, lying about how much I drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. I'm just oh like, my God. Hey, he's just so adult and like, oh yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not attracted to my physiotherapist. It was just happened that way. Like, I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 12 drinks a week 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I remember you know, Rob yeah. Maniello. You remember Rob Maniello? Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. What a great guy. He's a friend of ours. Yeah. He's a, he was a, he's not a broomhead. He's just a guy we used to hang out with all the time. Mm-hmm. And he told me that he went to the doctor once and the doctor started like listing off, well, what do you have, like three drinks a week? And he was like, no more. And then they said four drinks a week. And he was like, no, I have more than that. And then they got to eight. And he said, no, um, uh, more than that. And then the person, the doctor just stopped and was like, well, you've got a problem. <laughs> And that was like back when we were all going to the bar all the time. And I was like, oh eight in God. a week? Eight, eight in a night, maybe. Easy. Oh, oh. God, I was such an alcoholic. Weren't we all? Oh, my God, I just drank so Broomheads, let me tell you. And this wasn't like youthful. I guess for you it was. But I was like certainly in my 30s. Yeah, I was like 27. Yeah, so that's, that's youthful. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty youthful. It's pretty youthful. So this B-story for me was more entertaining than the A-story, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Because it was about... Oh, yeah. There's, like, more to it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. We meet the great Mia, who is uh, Elena Gilbert, Nina Dobrev. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the great actors of our generation. If you've never watched The Vampire Diaries, you're missing out on a great, not only is it a great performance as Elena Gilbert, she also plays Catherine in a dual role where she's evil. But then later on, they turn, oh, I shouldn't say. If you haven't seen The Vampire Diaries, I won't spoil it. I haven't, but But she okay. becomes even another character later on. And what? she is so convincing, and I'm not being sarcastic. She's excellent, and she should have won an Emmy Award. Wow. She should have won at least two Emmy Awards. She hasn't sold me yet, and I don't really remember her character super well. well so she's only I'll been be... on the thing for eight minutes I know. total. I Not know. Even. She hasn't won me over yet. Got to give her some time. Mia's here. We also get the foreshadowing of JT's death, which I was not expecting. Oh, yeah. It's so soon. It's crazy. I didn't. I was like, oh, I guess this is the guy who stabs him. In his oversized shirt and his messy surfer hair. Everyone's hot Peter Lacus. Oh, my God. There, Yeah, they all look. I, I wrote down about this guy. I was like, who is this guy? And then later on, I was like, oh, I, I know. Bl- who I was like, oh, yeah. God. Very yeah. sad. Well, it's not sad. He's still alive, so he's not dead yet. Because he's going to be a, a boyfriend to uh, Mia. Yeah, yeah. It's going to take a little while. But, uh. We get the first instance of Manny saying cuckoo bananas. Is that the first time? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, which is crazy because I feel like people make such bananas. a big deal about that. Yeah, it is cuckoo bananas. Um, also, which writer decided that was a great thing to write? I think she said it once before. No? I, I don't think she has. Broomheads, you can correct us on this, but I feel mm. like we've... we've uh, Pulled up pictures of her saying it, but I don't think she's actually said it out loud before this point. She's Darcy is desperate to have Manny back on the cheerleading squad. So Darcy apologizes mm-hmm. for being a complete asshole last season. Yeah. She's like, sorry, I was so judgmental. Will you please come on the team? I am the captain. I am, and I am the captain now. Captain and Phillips. Manny is clearly the better spirit squatter. And she's like, oh, yeah, we should really work on like our aerials and stuff. And Darcy's like, no, I think we should work on our cheers. And Manny's like, well, that's not going to win us anything. This mm-hmm. girl doesn't know what she's thinking, but yeah. sure. There was animosity sure. right away, but they did meet up at the dot. 
they met up at no well before they went to the dot they did the squad tryouts that's right that's right and they're everyone is so bad this was the worst uh, 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 squadron of Spitfires you ever saw. Everyone was just falling down, couldn't do a, a mm-hmm. split to save their lives. They, uh, it's just a, mm-hmm. it was just a rough go. And then enter Mia. Mia with her '80s bangs, and she's taller than everyone else, and she can just do all the things. She wrote her own cheer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. About Degrassi. And I got to be honest with you, much like the time that Manny did like the one split, and I was like, that was seemed underwhelming for something that they were so enamored with. I felt mm-hmm. the same way about Mia's cheer performance, which <laughs> didn't seem very good. She but she just seemed so much better than everyone else who was trying out. That is true. That is for sure. She did seem so yeah. much better. So since Mia was so good, they told her to get her butt to the dot yes. at eight that night. They were, Darcy and Manny both were delighted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they go to the Dot Marie Jones yeah, and right. and Darcy and Manny are already there. And then Mia shows up with her daughter, Isabella, who seems like a mediocre child actor, to be oh, fair. Jesus Christ. Here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess they can't pay the big bucks, you know, when it's Degrassi. She had to have been three years old, I would say. I'm bad at that. And I have a three-year-old. But I can't. Uh, two years. It's hard to tell because all kids all look so different. Like it's their size makes a big difference. Like if they're taller, yeah, or shorter, and then like yeah, well, how much? I mean, the girl didn't say anything, so she yeah, said probably not like. A word. Yeah, she. I I would say she has to be at least three. Yeah. Like she can't be younger than that. So this means that she had a baby really early. Yeah, very young. And mm-hmm. Darcy is like disgusted by this person. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. can't even believe that this person is in her presence with a child. She hates her, mm-hmm. which just goes to show you these kids, these Christian people, they are not pro life, they're pro birth only. Mm-hmm. Yep. And- it was really, really awful to watch. So Manny is just great. She loves this kid. She's so happy to see this baby. She loves mm-hmm. Mia. She's all full bore. Mia is coming on this cheer team with us, no question. And Darcy's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. She's made poor decisions in her life. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and because Darcy's the captain of the cheerleading squad, she gets to pick who is and isn't on the team. And she excludes Mia mm-hmm. from being on the team, mm-hmm. even though she was obviously the best one. Mm-hmm. Manny was not happy. Manny took made no. had Darcy come to the game anyway, dressed in her uniform, mm-hmm. and a big fight breaks out. <gasps> oh yeah, it's a good big fight. You want to talk about this fight? Anything stand out to you there on that fight? Woo-hoo-hoo. I mean, one of my favorite lines was when my new manicure meets your face. Oh, she said that she said that to Darcy. Mm-hmm. Manny, right? Manny said, "If my when my new manicure meets your face." Manny also speared a girl, which is a wrestling move for all you wrestling fans. Oh, I don't. What she is that? She fucking ran at a girl and tackled her right into the whatever the the mats were. Speared mm-hmm. her and then just punt was like punching her in the face. Oh, and it was it it was a huge fight, and then. It, it's a game against Lakehurst, yeah. and this this real skeezy Lakehurst kid is like, oh, Mia Jones. It's Mia Jones, right? I don't know. I feel like that's what it was. Me and Mia Jones! Also, the person who's, like, backing up uh, 
Darcy with her decision as Shantae. <laughs> Dude, like, Shantae also hated Dar- uh, Mia. Yeah, Mia. Because she was because she had a baby. I couldn't even believe what what she was like. You're gonna have to be mm-hmm. a mom too much. You can't spend enough time doing cheerleading. I thought this baby looked like a less cute Hazel. Hazel, Matt's Hazel daughter. Banano. Yeah, yeah. I hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I thought Isabel was a less cute Hazel. Oh, Hazel's very Hazel cute. is cuter. Yeah. Right. Yes, yes. Okay. I don't remember what the baby looked like, to be fair, but I just saw her on my TV. I'll check it out and I'll I'll get yeah. back to you. I'll get back yeah. to you about what I think about that. There's also something I wrote down and I do not remember exactly when it was where uh Toby says sizes and everything, JT. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. And I what don't it was remember what it was about. <laughs> J- so these skeezy, the skeezy Lakehurst guy. Yeah, he's like, I guess Degrassi gets all of Lakehurst's trash because Mia's there. Did you ever find out who the father was? Oh, so awful. So Mia smacked this dude right in the fa- face, and that's what mm-hmm. started the brawl. Mm-hmm. And the brawl was, was great. A huge brawl, and like JT got involved and everything. Well, Manny. Never walked away from a fight. I will tell you that. I do love Manny. Mm-hmm. Loves to get into it with people. Oh, Manny loves a fight. Manny, but like Manny, best. didn't get in trouble for it. Only Mia did, or did no and anyone? I don't know who got in trouble for it. Mia, did Mia get in trouble for it? I JT. I don't know. JT took his mascot hat off and like sucked that shitty Lakers kid who's going to stab mm-hmm. him to death uh, in a in a subsequent episode. Uh he smacked him right in the face with it. Yeah. That guy got the shit knocked out of him. So JT mm-hmm. was throw it was no longer allowed to be the mascot for the team. Mm-hmm. And Toby mm-hmm. said who's going <laughs> to he was dead serious. He was like JT, who's going to entertain the fans? Like when, uh, when the game's <laughs> in timeout. You can tell you can tell where Toby's priorities lie. <laughs> Toby gets nothing. Is there anyone less used than Toby? He's even not in the main credits this season. He's in the starring. If I like do. after he is after you, no, well they don't sing that anymore. These credits <laughs> suck so bad. If I do, be the best, the best that I can. Yeah, he was. I say to you, ah no ah. Make it. I know. I know. Ah! Oh, man. What'd you think of that? I hadn't. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I hadn't done a lot of singing in this episode. I figured I'd bring it home with a big, with a big uh, singing of the Degrassi theme song. Yeah, because well, they stopped singing it for us, which is the best part of it. I hate this new. Uh, I hate it so much. I got to say, though, you know, if Jimmy would just wear like his triple five soul gear instead of an oversized polo over a long sleeve white T-shirt, like maybe Ashley would get a lady boner for him. Wait, you want him in the triple five soul? (laughs) He's not. He's not. Yeah, it's not a sexy outfit. He's wearing a, you know, she could get a lady boner and do it for them, Mm -hmm. for both of them. Yeah, for both of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, um, he had a design, Marco made it, of a mm-hmm. shirt that had his design on it, I believe, that he mm-hmm, drew. Mm-hmm. Jimmy. Marco probably from his dad's company. Hey, the printing Marco, company. I see you got a new design for the t-shirt. I love it so much. What is it? Is it the man having a sex with another man in a room? <laughs> 
with the sock on the door. I can't tell. It is a very uh, this is like a caricature stick of fig. Yeah, I can't tell. Is he having a sex with a man in a room? Dead. I also for, I forgot to say when we were talking um, about Jimmy and the doctor too. There's like when you see Jimmy talking to the doctor at first, you don't see the doctor, and I'm like, well, we even see this guy. You just see it like the ominous over the shoulder shot. <laughs> and then there he was. Yeah, but they t- we waited a long time to show him. He was a very he's seemingly a very nice doctor. Marco, Dad, we don't. Not everybody has sex in rooms. What are you some talking about? S- Everybody's got to have a sex in a room. <laughs> some people have sex outside. Some people some have people a sex have sex. outside. What are you talking about? It's cold. Some people have sex in cars. No, you're having a sex in a car. Well, a car is kind of like a room. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's a car room. <laughs> it's got doors, right? It is like a room everywhere. It's yeah. like a room. You have yeah. a sex in a shower. But some the- people have sex in gazebos. Yeah, but that is a room. Again, it's got the walls. It's like a room. Man, does it have walls? I mean, sometimes. Hey, a pool? What about a pool? It is a room. A pool is a room. <laughs> you name it, it is a room. A shower is a room. It's true. Yeah, a shower is kind of like a room. Everything, it's in the bathroom. Everything is a room. So you're having a sex in the room. What was the one thing that I said was not a room? earlier outside outside it is a room i forgot it is a room yeah <laughs> is it the room like the movie the room no yeah with uh yeah with tommy weasel oh i love it that the movie it is a f- my favorite movie <laughs> i just couldn't believe how but so what is darcy's objection that she had sex before marriage i guess so and that that's a poor life choice and now she has a baby so should she have had an abortion darcy what what do you say that she shouldn't have had sex in the first place (sighs) i don't like darcy i don't know i really don't like her right now shanae grimes beach is also a room (laughs) (laughs) dead i'm pretty sure like you don't well a box is a room Jesus, Adrian just walked in and scared the shit out of me. <laughs> you have been in here for a minute? Oh, I didn't notice. I didn't even see her coming because your head's blocking the door. There, now I, see her, I saw her leave. A box is a room, Pat. A box is a Everything is a room. You think about it, it is a room. You could make it in your own head. You make it dimensions. You put a roof on it, it is a room. <laughs> <laughs> a house is a room with rooms inside. <laughs> Hmm. Room within a room, like a babushka. Hmm. A babushka's a room. <laughs> so yeah, dar- so uh, it ends with the guy from Lakehurst being like, "You're gonna pay for this, JT, you little pussy." He said, that. "Which is like a little extreme for like <laughs> when did- extreme." He didn't call him a pussy for real. No, no. But when did when did this turn into fucking West Side Story? Like, I like West Side Story. I do too. It's one of my favorite musicals. And you don't like musicals, so you only and I don't like like musicals. So it's yeah, exactly. So it's one of those. Yeah, this Lakers kid looks like like a sociopath. (laughs) That's so wrong, wrong Maria. No, that's from that. How do you solve a problem (laughs) like Maria? You know so much about musicals. See, I tried to stump you just there, and you you knew it. I do. Yeah. What's that from? The Sound of Music? Yeah, it is. It is. That Maria. Um, I know what it is that uh, 
that Toby says sizes and everything JT. It's that all the Lakehurst kids are really big. Ah, ah, but it's not, but that, that weaselly guy isn't big. And JT's not like a shrimp. No, no. He's got like shrimpy arms and stuff, but he's not like a small Mm -hmm. guy. He got Liberty pregnant. Yeah. His seed. I mean, he's more (laughs) of a man than Jimmy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> hey. hey. Manny's bangs are still working for her, I think. What about you? Yeah. I don't, I do not like Mia's. I had bangs like Mia's that were just like wispy nonsense, non bangs. Nonsense bangs. Yeah, nonsense bangs. Hey, bangs are a room. I will say they're a room for your forehead. Um, nothing, nothing on bangs or a room for your forehead. <laughs> I mean, I guess if they like hide, if if you if you cover your forehead on all sides, is there an entrance to the bang room? The bang room. Ooh, good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mia's hair is not great, and in a season of very good hair, mediocre hair is not going to cut it. Mm-mm. There's a lot of very wavy hair on the ladies in this season, so far. So myself, I swear to God, I just saw my reflection in the mirror and I got jumped. I got scared again. <laughs> I just saw that Lakehurst kid tell JT he's going to stab him in a couple episodes. That's what he says. And it's just like. <laughs> hey, JT, like, you're hey. going to get away with this. I'm going to stab you in a few episodes. Which just like seems so extreme. I'm like, for what? Like for a tiny fight? Well, he embarrassed him because he smacked him in the mouth with that tiger's hat. Yeah. What's it? But that guy seems like such an asshole. He's all, he's got but he's also not he's he's also compared to the other Lakers kids not that big so he might have a Napoleon complex. <laughs> yeah, he might have a Napoleon complex. He <laughs> is uh That's why he's going to stab JT. Yeah, he's going to stab him and yeah. I got to say Manny's bangs look great. I just said that. I like Manny's hair a lot. I know I know you did, but I see I'm seeing them right now. So her hair hair goals it looks great right now glow up right mm-hmm. a, hair goals hashtag up. hair goals i think every except for i don't want i don't want bangs again that's a lot of work everybody's got a gone glow up this season i think for the most part mm-hmm. it's had mm-hmm. a real it's been a real glow up season if you know what i'm saying you know the term glow up right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a glow worm mm-hmm. yeah but you're like turn into a butterfly yeah. you turn yeah. into a beautiful butterfly that's a glow up Mm-hmm. How do you solve a problem like Maria? West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite song from it. West Side Story? Um, it is a uh, West End Girls. Western town Eastern boys and West End. I love that. That's a great. That's a good scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one too. Hey, That's Officer Crap Key, right? That is West Side Story. <laughs> Crap you. <laughs> Ping. And then he pings them on the nose. Ping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. West Side Story is oh, great. West Side Story is good. good. I got a horse good right point. here. Its name is Paul Revere. That's a good song from it, too. <laughs> from West Side Story. I like that one. <laughs> I like, uh, don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I have. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> West Side Story's got a lot of bangers. Mm-hmm. What else is in that one? Oh, goodness. Um, so many good, great songs. 
Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Oh, yeah. I do love that sad Christmas yeah. scene in West Side I love Story. That. That's, that's a Christmas uh, West Side Story. I love that song mm-hmm. from West Side Story. And um, uh, uh, just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. The medicine go down. Right? I like that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one, too. So yeah, West Side Story. It's a good show. You should go see it if you get the chance. <laughs> if we ever can see live shows again. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. I wouldn't miss it. So, Rachel. Mm-hmm. This, the Degrassi of the Next Generation used to air on a network called the Noggin Channel, the N. And when it was on there, mm-hmm. they, they, y- you would sell a show with a tagline, you know, like, like, oh, yeah, like yeah. The Friends, that show, The Friends had a tagline. Mm-hmm. And it was like, they're friends in real mm-hmm. life. Uh, the Seinfeld show mm-hmm. had a tagline. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, what's the deal with mayonnaise? And so, and so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah. Everyone had a tagline. Yeah. 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 And, um, and so Degrassi's tagline was, it goes there because it would ta- tackle taboo mm-hmm. subjects. Mm-hmm. We like to rate mm-hmm. each episode by uh, how much we think the episodes go there on a scale of one to 10. The go there scale is what we've, it's a patented go there scale. TM, you can't say patented mm-hmm. go there scale unless you're this show. We have a patent on it. So Rachel. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How much on a scale of, on the patented go there scale of one to 10, do you think episode number 604 can hardly wait. Mm-hmm. Goes there. Um, I gave it a five, and I'll tell you my thinking there. Dear. It's a kind of middle of the road going there episode. Um, boners are a taboo subject, uh, but not being able to get boners because of paralyzed legs—that's definitely what they call them. Paralyzed legs. That's the medical paralyzed term. leg syndrome. PLS. That's the medical term. <laughs> paralyzed leg syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got a PLS, you know, can't get a boner, so it's the uh, uh, the CGU CGIU uh, syndrome. Can't get it up. Ah, ah CGIU <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The CGIU syndrome, yes. Um, yes, because, uh, you know, it, that's, like, not a topic that everyone really uh, would touch on. Yeah. Like, it's 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 going there in a way that, like, I think was a little unexpected. Um, but also the five is because of uh, what an asshole Darcy was mm-hmm. and the fact that uh, we foreshadowed JT's imminent mm, death. Yeah, he's going to be stabbed to death pretty soon by that squirrely kid from mm-hmm, Lakehurst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kid scared the shit out of me. So, like, just because I know he's a stabber. And, like, stabbing is not, like, let's just talk about stabbing for a hot second. We're going to get into it in a couple episodes. But uh, if you stab someone, you really have to get up in there. Like, it's not like a gun, which you can just, like, fire aimlessly and, like, maybe murder someone. Right. But, like, you to stab someone, like, th- there's a lot of work involved. Like, it's not just an easy, like, lighthearted, like, oh, I want to kill. It's like, you really want to kill someone. Yeah, yeah you really, really want to harm gotta get them. up in there. So it's actually a little bit more frightening than a shooter, I would say. So, um, so that's it? Five? Yes, yeah, so that's why I give it a five, yes. All of those reasons mentioned above is why I give it a five. So, Pat, how are you feeling about it? The stuff with Jimmy at the doctor and all that is very adult. I was like, am I, what am I watching? An episode yeah. of the, the hit series 30-something? What is this? <laughs> am I watching 30-something here? Or am I watching Degrassi? I couldn't even tell. Is that Peter Horton over there? Or is that Timothy Busfield and Susan Rutan? 
It's all my 30-something people out there. It, that's a show that is not streaming anywhere. You can't find it. You can't find it. Lost to time. Um, Unless you buy the DVDs. Do they have them? I don't know. Maybe. Or they might have at one point. Another show right around that time that I don't think you can stream, L.A. Law. L.A. Oh, Law. I used to love La Harry Law. Harry Hamlin, Susan La Day, Law Corbin Law is Burnson. such a great show. <laughs> I've, been watching, I've been watching so much uh, Corbin Burnson on a Psych. Psych. Mm-hmm. Um, five. Yeah, it's that was adult. And then she was an asshole. Also child, uh, mm-hmm. kids raising kids in this one also we got. Mm-hmm. But kids with like, kids. It's approached in a very like kind of, hey, we got this way. Mm-hmm. I think a five's right about right. Five's about right. Yeah. So I'm going to go, go with you. You're with a five. Ding, ding, ding. We got the same rating. Yeah, I feel like a five. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like it's can't a cop hardly, out to say a five. Can't hardly wait as far as a um, teen movie from the late 90s, early 2000s is also probably about a five. Uh, I like the movie, but yeah, I would hedge on the, on the lower scale. You know what mm-hmm. I don't like in that movie is when he like meets Jenna Elfman and it's like, is she really an angel? Is she not? Oh, like, that's that. weird. That was unnecessary. That. Are we supposed to believe she's an angel? Maybe. Can't hardly wait. <laughs> hey! Do, no, no. That's a that's a different song. So um, yeah, I'll say five. five? Okay. Sometimes I feel like five's a cop out answer, and you should say six or four, and or, or fuck off. But yeah, I get that. On the patented go there scale of one to ten, we're both mm-hmm. coming in at a five, right in the middle. Bonus. Yeah, I mean, I think on the scale of one to ten, both five and six are in the middle, technically. Yeah. All right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, we're not doing like a zero to ten, you know. You are true. That yeah. is true. You are Just true. As I, I am true. That is what they say about me often. That Rachel, she's true. They say that. Rachel, true. Mm-hmm. You got to ask me now. I know. I know. I'm waiting. I was waiting, oh. <laughs> waiting for my moment. You just oh. kept talking. Sorry. So I was going to, you know, got to got to get in there. Pat. Mm-hmm. Who's your MVD in this episode? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Most valuable Degrassi. Um, mm-hmm. It's a tricky one. It's a, I, I don't think there's a clear-cut answer in this episode. I'm going to say Manny Santos because here's why. Mm-hmm. I'm just making this decision right now. Okay. This is one of those episodes where I'm picking somebody for like a really dumb reason, but it's because she speared the shit out of that girl at the, mm-hmm. uh, during that <laughs> fight and then punched her a bunch of times. Yeah. Manny does not back down from a fight, and I love it. Also, she took up the cause of Mia, which I respect and liked. And made her come to the practice anyway and was like, listen, I'm not going to let you ruin my squad, Darcy Grimes Beach. Mm-hmm. So Manny Santos, it's a typical, you know, Manny gets it a lot, but I love her. I love her dearly. Mm-hmm. She, welcomed, her bangs. she welcomed Mia Gilbert to the team, right? Mia Gilbert? That's Elena name. Gilbert. <laughs> Elena Gilbert. Melena Gilbert. No, Elena Gilbert. <laughs> but it's Mia. Malena. We should do a Vampire Diaries podcast after this one. I've never seen it. That's why. It'll be like, mm-hmm. you'll be the newbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a hard time picking for this episode because um, I felt like it should be Jimmy, but then I also felt like it shouldn't be Jimmy because he kept being like such a little bitch to Ashley. 
He that was also being... felt like something I would never say out loud, and I didn't like it. I was going to say he <laughs> he was being a little something to Ashley. Yeah, I would. I can't say it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I don't know. Jimmy's Jimmy's way of dealing with everything with Ashley didn't quite feel right. And then the B story is just like a lot happens in it, but there wasn't like, I didn't feel like strongly for any one person. Um, the other person that I kind of felt like maybe, but I just, there wasn't necessarily growth per se, which, you know, I love, but um, I, love I, I, I am going to go with Ashley because I felt like Ashley was super supportive of Jimmy and like really understanding of the whole situation and was trying to be like, Hey, it's not really a problem. There's other things you can do. Hint, hint. Eat me out. Mm-hmm. You don't like you don't like Ashley as a choice. I feel like you'd love Ashley so much. You love to pick Ashley. Yeah, because no one likes Ashley, so I you feel like, like I have to stand up for her. I think yeah, that's a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot of what you do. You are right, though. All of those are valid reasons. None of those are better than when Spinner said hair go, hair grow, though. Yeah, but neither of us pick Spinner. I know, but <laughs> he, yeah, but hair grow is really funny. Uh, oh yeah, she's fine. I, I'm okay with it. They're like you. Mm-hmm. I, I like you said. There isn't really a clear cut winner here this week. Yeah. Um. I like how Ashley was like, dude, we're not breaking up. Yeah. And she's like, why, why are you making me take back my yeah. stuff? No, thank you. I also like that he, she brought back his like boom box and like threw it on his legs. Uh, so anyway, there you have it. Broomheads. We got some housekeeping to do. Mm-hmm. We got some new, we got some brand new housekeeping. Yeah. How do you solve a problem like housekeeping? <laughs> Broomheads, housekeeping notes. We got some new patrons. We got a welcome to the fold. September 1st, best time to patronize a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Best time. Well, Who for us. They? they are. Here we go. Since the last episode. Since last week, we got four or five more patrons. Cassandra. Hey, Cassandra, you are like a room. It is so good to have you. <laughs> Talia. Say that again. Talia. Oh, Talia, also one of my favorite rooms. Thank you so much. It was good to have you. Sandy. Oh, Sandy. Oh. Uh, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, no. Why, yeah, yeah, you, why? You left me. Oh, Sandy from West Side Story. Yes, also from West Side Story. I was going to say, if you could sing that like Marco's dad, I would be very impressed. Why, yeah, yeah, why? You left me, oh, Sandy, in the room. Uh, Raven. Oh, hello, Raven. It's so good to have you here. You are like a room. <laughs> Jessica. Oh, Jessica, the best room I ever been in. Is that a is that wrong to say someone looking like a room? The joke is that he thinks everything's a room. Thing is a room. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Ryan. Oh, Ryan, welcome to the to, to the Patreon. That you're gonna be in a room. You're like a room. So there you go. That's what you can get, everybody. <laughs> if you spend five, ten, or fifty dollars, you can get that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. Our other news for all of our patrons, uh, we're going to be having a special Q&A episode this month. We're going to record a Patreon exclusive Q&A. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll have a post also on the Patreon. But just think for anyone who hasn't joined yet and might want to join, um, we will be recording that on September 10th. So you'd have to submit your questions before September 10th. Yeah, you can. So if you're on the fence, if you're on the fence, just throw the five dollars. It's like a coffee from a really overpriced and not even an overpriced coffee place. A lot of the coffees cost five dollars these days. I put the coffee in the room. I have it in the room and I have it and I drink it. And then I take the cup and then the cup is like a room, too, for ant. Yeah, it is just like that. But yeah, it's a very large. It's like a mansion for an ant. <laughs> if you want to ask us a question, you uh-huh. gotta pay five bucks. That's how much we charge. One question, five bucks. So you can send it to us in an email, or you can probably do it mm-hmm. on the. Pa- can they do it right on the Patreon? Oh yeah, we can do it right on the Patreon. Oh, okay. We'll have a post there. Whatever questions you got, you can send two, three, seven questions. I don't care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll answer them. We're gonna record it again. What'd you say? Thursday of next week, September tenth. Yeah, Thursday, September tenth. And then it'll be out at some point after that. But you got to get the questions in so we can answer them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then for anybody who's at the ten dollar level, mm-hmm. that that gets you a free a free. It's not free. You paid for it. It's <laughs> fucking not free at all. It's the opposite. You paid ten dollars for it. You mm-hmm. get that. Q&A thing, but then you also get a Google Hangout. So we're going to mm-hmm. do the Google Hangout on uh, Tuesday, September 22nd, probably mm-hmm. at around 8 p.m., but we'll be flexible if people, you know, a little yeah. flexibility Eastern here time. Eastern time, you should know. So if you want to get on that Google Hangout, we're going to be talking about Degrassi. We're going to be talking about Rooms. We're going to be talking about West Side Story and all the great songs from West Side Story, like Suddenly Seymour. You're going to want to get in on that. So get in there now. Mm-hmm. Patreon. If you, have any, if you have any requests for what Pat should sing and who in whose voice. Patreon.com slash deep. Mm-hmm. Three E's. Uh, and for those who are, who are new to the show, you can follow us on Instagram at sparklespaz28. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash deempodcast. Yeah. And you can write us an email at everyepisodever at gmail.com. Get in there. Get in there and do mm-hmm. it. Ask us questions. We'll answer them the whole nine. Mm-hmm. It's fun over there on the Patreon. I mean, it is. Is it? It's fine. I think people yeah. are enjoying them. Yeah, sometimes. People are enjoying the extra audio we've got over there. We're going to be doing these mm-hmm. Google Hangout sessions. What a time. Mm-hmm. What a time. What a time. We what think, a time. I can't even believe anybody's given us any money. So we can't, it's, what, thank you so much to yeah. all of the patrons. You're all, we really appreciate it. You're, each of you are like individual rooms. Mm-hmm. In a big are, room. That make, make up the Clue Mansion. Yeah. And all the broomheads, all of the broomheads. We're not forgetting mm-hmm. about all the rest of the broomheads. Just, you know, you're the next tier down. But you're good. You're also great rooms as well. Yeah. You're more like gazebos, maybe, in the uh, Still in the a mansion. room. If Marco's dad is, 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 will let you know, you're still a room. Everything is a room. Mm-hmm. It's all a room. It's all room That's what to the me. room is about. Mm-hmm. What if it's all just mm-hmm. a room? Thanks, guys. Thanks. We'll see you next week. We will see Bye. you next week for a part one of a two-parter, but maybe. We'll see. We'll see how we feel. It might be a two-parter. It might be part one. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah. This was great. Good job, Rachel. Bye. Bye.